Hello, and welcome to TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers, a program of educators worldwide. My name is Maya Moore, and I will be your host for today. On today's episode, we are joined by a friend of the podcast, Dr. Andre Boyer, also known as Dr. Dre. Hello, and welcome, Dr. Dre. Thank you. Thank you very much, Maya. I'm happy to be here. Great. We're, we're very glad to have you with us on this show. Um, so a little bit about Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre is an educator and former Peace Corps volunteer. His teaching career began in 1989 while he was stationed in the military um, in Japan. And since then, he has taught in several countries, including China, Georgia, and Estonia. Dr. Dre has also been an English language fellow and an English language specialist for the U.S. Department of State. So very impressive resume, very impressive teaching uh, experience. And so on today's episode, Dr. Dre will be sharing with us some tips on facilitation in a multi-level classroom. So again, welcome, Dr. Dre. We appreciate you coming on to the podcast and sharing um, some of your experience working with um, students in the same classroom, but that they have multiple levels of, of fluency or um, understanding of English. So thank you for coming on today. All right. Thank you, Maya, for the introduction. And it is always an honor for me to share some of my ideas on how facilitation in a multi-level classroom has really influenced my teaching. Facilitation to me means really how I organize, prepare, present, teach, and lead and guide students in the learning process. Over my career, I've learned students bring their own experiences to the class, their metacognition can help design curriculum to meet their needs, and they can take an active role in learning and not merely passive in the process. I'm gonna share three tips that I consider parts of my facilitation that I've used in the class with varying levels. First, developing a structured lesson plan. Second, integrating various approaches and methods. And third, using feedback, student feedback to adjust activities, tasks, and techniques. First tip I'd like to share with facilitation is how I design my lesson plans. I use the presentation, practice, and production process, or PPP. In presentation, the content and language are introduced, Practices where students begin to work with the language, and in production, students internalize and use the language. In each P, I ensure that activities and tasks are matched to the course objectives, use lecture, pair, and group work, and class discussion as part of my facilitation. Let me give you an example of what presentation. What I've used is a reading activity where students do pre-reading, reading, and post-reading tasks. In the practice stage, students watch the video about the content, just like the reading activity, they would do pre-listening, listening, and post-listening activities. In the production section, students would create a poster or report from the acquired knowledge and then share it. I've used the PPP process across the spectrum modalities and levels for beginners to advance. Having this structured lesson plan has helped me facilitate learning in a multi-level classroom, for within it, use, tasks, activities are aligned with student needs, objectives, and outcomes. And this is my first tip. All right, wonderful. So in this first tip, you're talking about PPP and using those different stages in a, in a multi-level classroom. So I'm just thinking about the first 
P that you discussed in terms of presenting a, the reading portion of it. Mm -hmm. um, how have you specifically seen that play out in a multi-level classroom? Um, I'm just wondering, are you, do you use maybe pair work, group work? Can you kind of walk us through that stage? Sure, in the presentation piece of it was, for example, I, I had used pair work, group work, and lecture. And one of the times, I, you know, with facilitation, I've learned that many people say, well, facilitation, you don't have an opportunity to lecture. If you're providing new material, new information, a short lecture can be done in the presentation stage. And this is a time for a short lecture, but this doesn't mean that students are passively just getting knowledge. You have them doing something while they're listening to the lecture to prepare them for the practice and production. So that's kind of an example of what I've done in the presentation stage. Okay, okay, thank you. All right. I, I talked about the PP process that helped me facilitate in multi-level classes. Now my second tip deals with differentiation. Differentiation or differentiation instruction is a means to respond to variances in student learning. The lesson can be tailored by changing the content, process, products, and learning environment. I'm gonna just talk a little bit about how I use process. In one of my teacher training workshops, I used the concept of multiple intelligence as the topic I first asked the group to divide into three groups. One, they identified they, they knew much about multiple intelligence. Second, those who knew something about it. And third, those who said that they don't know anything about it. I then provided each group with the same handout to fill in. And for those who knew much about the topic, they had less support. I had them label the headings and fill in the tasks associated with it and also asked them to identify things they've used in their classroom. For those who said they had some knowledge, I already had the labels for the MI categories filled in, and they would just have to add two or three tasks to the already listed activities. For those who identified as having no knowledge about it, I increased the level of support by either having the headings filled in and a list of three or four tasks within the MI. And their assignment was to add at least one or two activities to the list. So with differentiation, I used the same assignment and just modified it for varying knowledge levels. Differentiation instruction can work at all levels, for there could be multiple levels in one classroom as we're talking about. Moreover, in all learning modalities, one could be able to upload and provide the learning tools. By using differentiation instruction, my second tip, I was able to use students' knowledge to meet the course objectives as part of my facilitation in multi-level classrooms. That makes sense. That's um, what I like about that is that there is a similar prep, you know, so as, as <laughs> educators, you know, we're trying to always find, I feel, how to work <laughs> smarter, <laughs> right, and, and yeah. save some time where we can. And so I love that this is essentially the same prep and that you have the same, you know, worksheet, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> but you're just making some small modifications to accommodate students with different on different levels. So that I think that's really a, a nice feature of it is it, it doesn't mean that you have to create five different worksheets. That's right. And, and, it's, and it also helps with the evaluation piece as you're looking at them, be sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing and to evaluate and assess the learning piece of that. And I find it very 
helpful because we know what grading and evaluation it does <laughs> time. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I about that. So that's another benefit there. Is <laughs> that it can help. Little... Yeah. All right. All right. I talked about PPP and provide an example of differentiation. Now let me share my third tip. And this is really to create a safe space for students to give feedback. And for one of the things that I use is I like to use an exit slip. Exit slips kind of have many functions, such as an assessment of student learning, programmatic review, and provide students a voice in the classroom and its instruction. For example, in one of my classes, students revealed in an exit slip that the song that I had chosen to help their listening skills was a bit outdated. The next day, I asked them for their ideas, and we made a list of songs that were interesting to them. And I told them I'll review the list and choose one that will be appropriate for the course objectives. Yeah, it did take some time to review the songs. However, I was finally able to match one that met the lesson criteria. In this particular lesson, we're practicing listening for main ideas and specific details. We used it in the classroom and their feedback stated it was more meaningful and helped with their language acquisition. This was a face-to-face -face advanced class and it could be modified for lower levels by adjusting the activity to maybe just fill in the blank for grammar points such as gerunds, nouns, verbs, and or articles. In a hybrid or online classroom setting, podcasts, YouTube, or TEDx videos could also be used. From my experience, including students' input increases their buy-in commitment to learning. Thus, my final facilitation to what multi-level classes. I, I, I appreciate this tip because I always like opportunities for students to, to give feedback and to really feel involved in their learning. And at the top of this discussion, you mentioned metacognition. And, and I'm just wondering if we could go back to that and then come back to this last tip. Mm -hmm. If you wouldn't mind explaining for the folks that don't know, what is metacognition and what's the relationship to, to learning? And Sure. Okay. Um, from my own research as well, you know, students have their lived experiences and they have knowledge of their own language, their first language, and they also have knowledge of using a language um, no matter what age they are. And so we can use that knowledge as we're developing their plans. They know a certain way that they want to learn as well. So it goes back with multiple intelligences. So for me, an example, I'm a hands-on type of person. You can talk to me all day, but give me something to do with the language when I'm learning it, it makes it better for me to learn. So just like talking to me will not help. So as a teacher, if you know that I'm that way, you can have activities geared toward me meeting my needs. So that's what I mean by students in metacognition, their own knowledge of themselves, as well as the way they learn. Right. Just really getting to understand how they want to learn. And that does tie back into the, the, the last tip that you have in terms of the students giving you feedback, you know, having something that's relevant to students that's engaging to them, especially in terms of music, popular culture, like you want to know what they will connect with, right? You don't want to just, you know, take something and think, oh, I think this is cool. I'm, I'm curious, what was the song that you originally used? Well, the, the song that I originally had was one um, from Brandy, um, how uh, uh, Brandy's song was um, with practicing the gerund form. I can't remember the song off the top of my okay. head. It was a song from Brandy, and that was something that I like to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> However, uh, the student was like, wow, that was really kind of old. <laughs> 
I do the same thing. I pick <laughs> out, you know, some old Louis Armstrong tunes, <laughs> and students are wondering, where'd you get this from? Like, what, what century is this music from? Exactly. But, um, but I like that this gives students an opportunity of all levels to really tell you how they want to learn, what they can connect with, um, and also an opportunity to say, hi, my learning style is kinetic. My learning style is, you know, I'm an audio learner. I'm a visual learner. So you get to learn that and we can adapt our lesson plans to really address different learning styles. That is so true. And that's really what I'm talking about here, mm -hmm. you know, and in summary, you know, from my experience though, as well, having an organized lesson plan, using various techniques and adjusting lessons from student feedback are my facilitation tips. I like to say that students learn not only from the material and my presentation of it, but also from each other and I can learn from them. My facilitation skills have really been informed by students' metacognition and active participation in the learning process. And I think it's made a significant difference in my teaching multi-level classes. So that's it. Thank you very much. Thank you. And thank you for that wonderful summary. Uh, again, we appreciate all of our listeners joining us for a TTELT talk or TTELT podcast rather um, today. And we hope that you will try some of the tips that Dr. Dre has shared with us. Um, we hope that you will try them out and let us know when you do. You can let us know through social media um, or you can also leave a comment on TTELT Dot org. We'd love to hear you there. If you haven't followed us yet, please follow us on all of your social media platforms. Look for TTELT. You will find us on Twitter, Instagram, um, also YouTube. We have a YouTube channel, so subscribe to our channel and um, click that link to get updates so you can always know what's happening with our programming. Um, finally, again, Dr. Dre, thank you so much for joining us today. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye.